listening to the one two three show with me karen co and i am joined on the line now by cruise mccalligan with her regular audio column cruise hi how are you hi good afternoon i'm great how are you doing karen very well thanks and what have you got in store for us today um today we are talking about cardboard boxes cardboard boxes okay <laughs> Cardboard boxes. And I've realized this because as anyone who has a child knows, they are always more interested in the box the toy came in than the toy itself. Yes, that is true. I'm sure you're familiar with this. Yeah. And so I've had this happen a lot recently and my, um, I kept looking around my house thinking, my goodness, everything's so untidy. And then realizing it's not, it's just that there's a lot of cardboard boxes around because my daughter adores them. Right. Right. And so I was kind of thinking about it a little bit because they're quite a fascinating thing, a cardboard box. You know, like I think anyone, I mean, you can look around any space you're in and you'll see a cardboard box. That, I definitely know there's some in the studio. That is true. I'm <laughs> now, yes, I see one or two, yep. Exactly, they're, they're everywhere. And so the thing is, the, the corrugated cardboard boxes are one of those things that we never really think about, but chances are we see them at least once a day, if not dozens and dozens of times a day. And so um, I kind of wanted to think about what it was that made cardboard so ubiquitous and how it actually came about. So who was the first person who thought about creating something from cardboard and the specifically corrugated cardboard? And so I kind of had a little bit of a look um, into this and I looked at a bit of uh, the statistics. Apparently tens of millions of tons of cardboard are used in the United States every year. Something like 200 pounds of corrugated cardboard for every man, woman and child in the country. Wow, that's a lot. So you know, it's... It's a lot, but also there's a, there's a lot of reasons that it's quite popular, um, you know. And firstly, when we talk about corrugated cardboard, we're talking about this, um, this product that's made from three sheets of basically paper, right? So you have the top sheet, then you have the kind of corrugated, the wiggly bit in the middle, yeah. and then the other sheet. And paper, and, and then it's kind of, uh, they're usually glued together with, um, not really glue, but a glue made of cornstarch. Oh. Now, paper and glue, um, yeah, so paper and glue are obviously relatively inexpensive. So cardboard is pretty inexpensive, which is why it's a really popular material to use. But it's also completely recyclable and biodegradable. So very and of course, friendly. Absolutely. And also, it's about half air, if you think about it. If you're looking at a piece of car- corrugated cardboard, there's a lot of air in there. So it's incredibly light as well compared to like a bo- the same box made of metal or wood. Um, it makes a huge difference. But of course, compared to a sheet of paper, it's incredibly rigid. So it's very strong. It, it resists punctures, but it's easy to cut with a knife. So that's, you know, it's really beneficial to, to mold it into what you need it for. And when it gets crushed, it tends to stay together rather than shattering like a piece of a wooden box would, for example. Right. Um, boxes can fold flat for shipping without losing their strength making transportation a lot easier and less expensive um so it's kind of it's kind of a really interesting incredible invention but i don't think anybody really knows who invented it or why they invented it or how the whole thing came about really please tell us (laughs) which is why i looked into it exactly so um so apparently um it was kind of an accidental thing, um, originally, the cardboard box. They originally came about like quite a long time ago. They were invented all the way back in 1817 in England. Um, and at the time, this was just – now, the original cardboard box was pretty much a simple paper box. So that's like your, your cereal box. 
mm-hmm. yep. if you will, um, your Kellogg's box. Um, and so that's when, um, so Kellogg's were one of the first companies that helped popularize the simple paperboard box. Um, but of course, and I realize this must sound incredibly dull. I'm having a long conversation about cardboard boxes, <laughs> but it's, um, it's incredibly interesting. So then they started being, um, they started being used for cereal at first and then corrugated paper started being used as a liner for hats. Um, in about 1856, so people started using corrugated paper kind of lining their hats again because it was light and airy, I suppose, rather than you're not going to wear a wooden hat. True, true. And, um, um, and then in about 1890, there was a really big innovation with cardboard boxes as pre-cut single pieces of board that could be folded into into boxes. So, you know, that kind of thing when you're moving house and they give oh. you a whole stack of folded yes. boxes. Yes. So someone had to come up with that idea. That didn't just just happen. Right. Um, but before before that even happened, people were using boxes to transport things. And what they were transporting was um, silkworm eggs and um, moths. And they were taking them from Japan to Europe right. in cardboard boxes. In about 1840, all these silk manufacturers were like, how are we going to be able to transport these things? You know, people obviously in Europe, they want their silks, you know, like an age of luxury, a yes. symbol of status and everything else. So they're like, okay, we're going to transport them in these cardboard boxes, these light paper boxes that they've made. And then of course, um, you know, 70 years forward, you've got these people kind of looking at corrugated paper. So that's like not just the hat lining, as I said, it was also thinking, what can we use like these things as, as, um, packaging? Well, how can we use cardboard boxes as packaging? Now, the thing is, um, it's an incredible material in the sense that there's so much innovation that can happen with it um, in terms of corrugated cardboard. And I tried to understand this because I'm not a physically minded person, like I'm not very good at physics. Okay. So I'm not actually quite sure why. I'm like, why is cardboard actually quite, Has have you ever had like a proper fight with a piece of cardboard um, or a cardboard box? Yes. I mean, yeah. you know, kind of cut them into to sword-like objects. Oh, you mean? Yes. Or do you mean like? <laughs> oh, no, I mean like when you're trying to like, yeah, when you struggled with it, when you struggled with it, yeah, 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 and you're like, why won't you just collapse? Like, what's wrong with you? You just paper. I don't understand. You know, can I just dispose of you? It's right. not happening for me. Now, essentially, when we're thinking about how strong um, cardboard boxes are, um, it's of course there's three layers. Like I said, so there's one layer, a corrugated layer, and then another layer. And like, why is that so much stronger than those three individual layers on in themselves, right? Okay. Now, if you have to think, you have to think about how strong a steel I-beam is at a construction site. So an I-beam has a top plate, a bottom plate, and a stringer in between. If you think of those, yeah. you know, like almost cartoony steel beams, yes. right? Now, this, despite the simplicity of that beam, it has a huge amount of strength, especially if you're applying weight to the top of the beam. Now, if you look at a piece of cardboard, essentially what you're looking at is a series of paper I-beams lying next to each other. Now, they're not as strong as steel, but they're much stronger than flat sheets of paper. They're creating that same little tiny structure that is so strong um, over and over and over and over again. And it gives cardboard incredible strength. And this is why it's it's strongest along the along the beams as well. So if you go, um, you know, um, if you're putting pressure on there, now it's also kind of a truss structure. So if you think about like how a bridge works, mm-hmm. it's kind of I beams. It's those I beams beams and trusses as well, and that of course creates this incredible strength to a piece of cardboard. It's it's an incredible kind of like it's a feat of it's a feat of engineering, and why it is so strong. Right. 
And of course, the um, the strength and the thickness of cardboard can impact it, um, how durable it is as well. So, of course, you know, the, the thicker the, the two liner sheets are, the thicker the corrugated sheet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result of this, people have really innovated with what you can do, because if you're quite clever with the cardboard you're making, it's amazing what you can actually um build from cardboard. And there was an architect called Peter Melbourne in the US who took the cardboard to a whole new level and he designed an entire house made from cardboard boxes that you could actually live in. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem is obviously cardboard absorbs water. So it's not when it rains. (laughs) When it rains, when it rains, you're probably not going to want to live in a cardboard house. And you may come home to find no house. Absolutely. But of course, like there's this thing that there's a huge potential for what we can do with cardboard. As I said, it's infinitely recyclable. It's biodegradable. We can keep reusing it, things like that. But the actual cardboard box came about as um, like a lot of incredible inventions do kind of by mistake. So in 1980, uh, there was a printer and a paper bag manufacturer in Brooklyn, New York, um, called Robert Gare. And he accidentally invented the pre-cut box because he was printing paper bags and he had a metal ruler. Mm-hmm. which he used to crease the bags and it he cut it he cut it by mistake he cut the the bag open uh-huh. and he put the two together and realized he could make this pre-cut paper box by cutting and creasing paperboard in one operation so you know you're not having to stick edge 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 right. you could actually just cut it together and so he he applied this idea in 19 in sorry in 1895 he applied this idea to corrugated cardboard and introduced the first corrugated cardboard boxes and of course it's like it's amazing to think that this person had a little accident as tiny little paper bag shop in this like little quiet neighborhood in New York at the time. And now that invention is in every, every single life of pretty much everybody you're ever going to meet around the world, how ubiquitous that is. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the um, post-it notes accident. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But exactly the same he, idea. When he invented that, did people think he was crazy? I don't think they did. I think they think, thank you. We're now saving a huge amount of money on all our wooden shipping pellets that we were using before. Um, but it's it's kind of amazing. And it's uh, the fact that it's gone around the world as well, obviously. Mm. And of course, the, the fact that we we use cardboard boxes for so many things. I mean, if you think about it, they are, um, we don't ever think about where they came from, but they are kind of this like, I like to call them like this vehicle of imagination, right? Because yeah. there's so much potential with just one and what you can actually do from it and how you can keep using it and reusing it. And it is this incredible embodiment of uh, like engineering, um, you know, and, and logistics and all these other things. And it's also that promise of like what's inside a cardboard box yes. you know, has that kind of mystery to it as well. It's like a slight poetry, maybe yeah. not totally poetry, but there is a poetic element to it, I think. I, yeah, I think um, people like to receive things in boxes. I know if I get an Amazon order and I see the box, it's like, ooh, exciting. And isn't there a whole series of like YouTube videos now that you unboxing, watch online of people yes. unboxing? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, I mean, it doesn't float my boat, no. but apparently it does for a lot of people. Yes. Just like watching what comes out of a box because exactly. it could be anything, right? Yeah. It's amazing. And I have a quote to finish today from the incredible Irma, Irma Bombeck, who said, um, who is hilarious. And I recommend you look up anything she's ever said. And right. um, she said, Thanks to my mother, not a single cardboard box has found its way back into society. We received gifts and boxes from stores that went out of business 20 years ago. <laughs> I think she was... So she lives in basically a house full of boxes, slowly giving yes. them away. Yeah, and I think I think that was... She, she was writing that a little while ago. I think 
that her equivalent today is our like paper bag or tote bag from a shop, right? True. Where you re-gift things to people in bags that, you know, haven't, you know, like, I'm sorry, but this, um, this is actually just some laundry of yours I've put in this <laughs> Tiffany and Co bag, <laughs> that kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. Meanwhile, Which is fascinating. Course- Cardboard boxes are the houses, trains, cars of all little kids, right? They exactly they, you can just make so many things out of it. It's so great. Exactly. Well, anyway, Chris, so that's cardboard boxes, Karen. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm always learning something interesting and relatable every time you talk to us. So thank you again for joining us and enlightening us about the world and history of cardboard boxes. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, we'll see you again next week. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye, Bye. then. And we've been speaking to Cruzanne McCalligan, who is teaching us all about the world uh, and the history of cardboard boxes.